John chapter 1, verse 3 to 14. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and through the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural decision, nor of human decision, or a husband will, but born in God. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Well, thank you again for, for welcoming me. Uh, last time I shared a message was in April. And a little different setting, a little different environment. Uh, you saw a picture of something similar. Um, that was a few years old, but uh, last time I shared, I was in Ethiopia at one of the rural church plants that uh, we've helped and you've helped and Covenant's helped set up. Um, and we're excited about that. But there you got dirt floor, you know, the, the roof was on, but the walls weren't quite done. Uh, but as Dave said, you know, God was there. Jesus was there. Um, a little different, too, because um, when we're in the rural churches, we've got uh, two translators, not just one. And so uh, I speak, another translator speaks into the, the common Ethiopian language, Marek, and then usually there's a tribal language in some of these areas. And so you get a couple interpretations um, going on. It leads to a little bit different delivery of the message. Gives me a little time to think, um, maybe a little time to go blank too. So <laughs> I've had both happen uh, from that standpoint. Um, but today we don't need uh, any interpreter except the Holy Spirit. And I just ask that he would come and speak to us, interpret God's word and just share um, what he wants us to hear today. Um, so we're continuing on in John chapter one. And last week Dave preached on the word and Jesus is the word and this week we're transitioning into the light um, and while the the simple side of me wouldn't mind having it just a little clearer you know instead of in the beginning was the word how about in the beginning was Jesus right uh, and that Jesus was with God and Jesus was God um, but we'd be missing a lot if we uh, did that, just the depth and the meaning that goes into some of these metaphors or explanations of what Jesus is similar to, what God is similar to uh, as the word. And then in our verses today, where it talks about in him was life. So in Jesus was life. So Jesus is, is the word, he's life, and then it shifts into, and 
the life was the light of men, the light of mankind. And so we get this picture of Jesus coming into the world as the light. Um, and when we think about light, you know, you can look up the dictionary definition and you kind of see it's something that makes, you know, something visible, a radiant energy. Um, but when we think of terms of, of the Bible and of Jesus, it's so much more than the physical. Um, it's the spiritual that goes with that light. Um, and so you have that, that spiritual side of the light, the purity, uh, the light of life that comes through Jesus as we, as we dig into what that is. And so we see, as we said, Jesus is the light. Our verses today talked about him as the light of mankind. Uh, we'll get to it again, but in verse, chapter 8, verse 12, it talks about Jesus is the light of the world. And he says, it's one of the I am's. I am the light of the world. And so Jesus, he came for you, for me, for man, for mankind, for the whole world. He came. And we see similar discussions when we talk about, you know, he put on flesh and he came into the world. I mean, he shined his light. And so he's, he's a light that's available for all. In verse 9 that Ernie read, it talks about that too, you know, being the true light which enlightens everyone. So he's available to everyone in this room. He's in, available to everyone in the whole world. Um, and also in that verse, it talks about Jesus being the true light. Okay? So he's not an imitation light, not a fake light, not a reproduction light, not a reflection. He is the true light. You know, and with that truth, it's, you know, there's a, a purity that comes with who he is. Um, there's nothing false, nothing counterfeit. He is the true light. And when you kind of see that picture of the, the true light, the only light, the real light, kind of reminds me of, you know, later in John, he says, you know, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes through the Father except through me. He is that true light, the only true light that there is. Um, I think one of the best pictures of Jesus is in, as light in, in the Bible is you've got the picture of Paul who was out, Saul at that time, persecuting and, and getting after the early Christians and then on the road to Damascus. You know, boom, that light came and Jesus was there, um, shining bright and pure that we saw there. Just uh, Jesus, that true light. There's no questioning, you know, who this light is, what this light is. It's him. And then as we continue on about looking at Jesus and the light and God as the light, um, we also get a sense of his holiness, the purity of it. Um, you see, God is the light, and in him there is no darkness. And so we see that picture of God being pure and holy, perfect in all that he does. And, you know, we can't wrap our, our minds around that you know, the, the perfection of God, the holiness of God, of just the awesomeness of God uh, and the glory of God that just shines brighter um, than anything we can imagine, both physically and spiritually. Um, but it is something to be praised, something to be worshipped, something that deserves honor and, and whatever glory that we can give God. And so we're going to do that right now. Let's just pause, right? And let's just pray and, and thank God for who he is. Just praise him. Lord, we do just come to you just humbled and honored uh, that you, the, the pure light, the true light, the perfect one, just all holy and full of glory, 
um, has this love for me, this love for all of us here, and that you just want to shine in and through us. And so right now, we just give you praise. You know, it's inadequate, it's imperfect, but we want to give you praise right now, God, for who you are, just how glorious you are. We just pray that we would live in light of that, that we would live um, to, to honor you and all that we say and do and think out of just uh, respect and honor and love back to you for who you are. We just praise you in your name right now, Jesus. Amen. And so as we think about God and we think about Jesus as the light, um, you know, there's some realities that shine through and come through in these verses that we, we see and we speak to. Um, in this John 1 verse there was there, John 3, 1 John 1, all kind of had the same thing. It was talking about light, but there was a lot of talk about the darkness too, you know, the darkness that's in this world, and whether it's the specific referred to the darkness here, sometimes it's referred to as our flesh, um, you know, our sin, our fallen nature, um, but that darkness is real. You know, we know in the beginning it entered in through, through the original sin, through Adam and the serpent and Satan um, getting after uh, things early on, uh, but it's continued, and it's in us. And, you know, so when we hear darkness in these verses, you know, it's, it's evil. It is evil, you know, and it's, part of it's in us. Part of it, when it speaks to it's, you know, in the nations, in the world, in the bigger picture of things, you know, a fallen country, a fallen nation, fallen churches sometimes we see um, where they're getting uh, just the darkness is grabbing them and, and growing within them. Um, and so we've got this, this evil in me, this evil in the world, this darkness everywhere, um, and we just see that. And so in these scripture verses, we see um, this light versus darkness, good versus evil, flesh versus the spirit, uh, this battle waging, this choice that is out there on what way we're going to go. Um, and when you just dig deeper into how darkness is referred to here, I look at Galatians 5.19, and it, and it speaks of you know, what these works of darkness and how evident they are. You know, and so now the works are evident. You, know, you have sexual immorality. So this was written 2,000 years ago. Hasn't changed, probably has gotten worse, if nothing else, right? And it's, it's here in the United States, it's in Ethiopia. Um, these things are, are common, you know, around. And maybe there's, there's pockets around where some of these things are less and less. But this sin, this darkness is just, is around. So sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, you know, that's one that we... We got a big one in the United States with that, just, you know, all about me or our material goods or different things that we choose to put in front of God um, from that side. Sorcery, you know, that's one, you know, kind of hear about a little witchcraft and some different things in some of the tribal, the rural areas in Ethiopia. But the other day I was reading that there's a thousand witches cursing our president right now. And so it's at home here as well, the, the enemy working like that. Enmity, enmity, strife, jealousy, anger, rivalries, dissension, divisions. We don't have any of that around here, do we? We got plenty, right? Drunkenness, orgies, and things of the like. You know, so these things, this list of what the darkness brings and evil is, is just real. Um, and it's part of the world we live in, and it, it tries to, even as believers, it tries to claw its way back in to not let go of our lives. 
Um, we also see other pictures of the darkness. In our um, scripture today, in John 1, 5, it talked about the darkness does not understand or comprehend. And so you get this picture of the, of the light coming, but you know, the, the people, the fallen people of this world just not quite getting it. Um, maybe by choice, maybe that the light bulb just didn't go on, I guess, um, but there's a, a lack of comprehension. Some other versions talk about haven't mastered it, haven't overcome it um, in that verse. So you kind of see this picture of the darkness, and it'll kind of spell itself out a little more in the next verses. Uh, John 3, 19 and 20. Um, and this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and the people loved the darkness. They love the darkness. We love the darkness today, too. You know, rather than the light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. And so, no one really wants anyone to see our, our garbage, our junk, our sin, our things that are um, not worthy of God. You know, we're embarrassed of them. Um, we think we can hide them. Um, and maybe with that came a little bit of our lack of understanding for who God really is there. Uh, but the people love the darkness instead of the light. They try to hide. Um, and so you just get this picture of darkness here that's just, it's real. And it's, it's part of, you know, this fallen world that we live in. And then God makes it real clear, but, you know, back to his holiness again. Um, you know, the darkness and light, they don't mix Okay? They don't mix. 1 John 1, 6 talks about God being there, and it says, if we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in the darkness, we lie, we don't practice the truth. Um, you know, we can't be in the light. God can't be uh, light and withstand and take um, any sin, any darkness being part of it. Um, we can't kid ourselves into thinking, I can keep these little things in my life that's not that big deal and I'll put Jesus over here and uh, Sunday morning and some other times I'll, I'll really focus on him and then I'll go back to doing the junk on the other side. Uh, God wants no part of that. You know, he will not mix, will not tolerate with the junk. Uh, you know, now he's forgiving and he's got grace and that's real, um, but he wants us to strive uh, to be with him and to spend time with him and to put his holiness on us. And so we've got, we've got the light, and we've got the darkness, and the light came into the world, uh, and many people did not accept it, did not receive it, you know. And, and so what? You know, what are we going to do to that? What's your response? What's my response? What's our neighbor's response, our coworker's response to the truth of who Jesus is, the truth of the light coming into the world, the truth that he is the true light, the only way to God the Father? You know, we can, as we read in verses uh, John 3, 13, 19 and 20, you know, we can reject it, we can hide from it, we can hope uh, it won't fight us, try to stay in the corners and the shadows. You know, we can ignore it, you know, do nothing, you know, put it off, you know, just, you know, thinking, uh, I'll worry about that later, the fact of the reality of, of, of Jesus and who he is and the darkness that we have in our lives can dispute it, you can argue it, you can deny it. Uh, if you're intellectually honest, you don't get very far with that. Um, but at the same time, people do it. You know, so we can, we all have a choice to make. You know, and, and doing nothing, putting it off, it is a choice too. You know, we're choosing not to walk in the light, not to follow the light. Uh, 
And so in these verses, they talk about light, they talk about um, darkness, but they also talk about kind of the next, what our response can and should be there. And so in our first John, uh, or excuse me, John 1 verses, you know, we see two different aspects of that. You know, in verse 7, he came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. So there we're talking about belief, believing in Jesus as our Lord and Savior, believing he's the Son of God, holy and perfect, that took on your sin and my sin um, to wash our slates clean from that. And then further on in verse 12, but to who all who did receive him, so believe first, now receive, you know, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. You know, and so how awesome is that? That God the Father, you know, our fallen nature, he still wants to adopt us in to his family, to call us children of God. And so we get, should get excited about that in that opportunity. Then back to 1 John in those verses there in verse 7. You know, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so in these passages on light and dark, you know, we see the, the reality of what's there, the, the now what, the so what of we have the opportunity, the the opportunity, the option to make a choice. And we can reject it, we can hide, we can ignore, or we can just accept Jesus for who he is. Surrender my broken, my dark ways, right? Surrender to his better way, to Jesus. I mean, he's, you know, super awesome forgiveness, the grace, the spiritual light that is available to us. We just surrender our ways, our selfish ways, um, and put him first. Psalm 18:28 has a kind of, I got a couple different versions of this, kind of an interesting look at it. I like the second one, but you know, it talks about, so as we do that, as we accept Jesus into our lives and make that decision, that choice with his calling to follow him, you know, it, here's kind of what some of it looks like. For it is you who, lit, who light my lamp, the Lord my God lightens my darkness. So God, he lights this light within us. Um, and in the darkness, you know, goes away. The message version, um, kind of had cool how it looked at it. Suddenly, God, you floodlight my life. I'm blazing with glory, God's glory. So he shines his light in us. And so that's kind of... A cool way, I thought, to look about it and talk about it. So we've talked about Jesus is the light. We've talked about the the reality that the darkness is there. We've talked about our response to the light. And we've got a decision to make, a choice to make. Um, And then as we make, for those that make that decision, make that choice um, to follow Jesus, then we want to talk a little bit about the relationship to the light and what that looks like. You know, 1 John 1, 7 talks about walking in the light. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship. Um, And so that fellowship with one another, fellowship with Jesus, he's in the light, we're in the light. We have that that opportunity to walk with Jesus in the light. And that's just an amazing opportunity that we have. Uh, And just to think that God wants to spend time with me, wants to walk with me, wants to have that relationship with us is just uh, unbelievably awesome. 
Uh, and then also we see, as far as what that relationship looks like, you know, we walk in the light. Uh, in Romans, it talks about putting on the light. Romans 13, 12 talks about the night is gone, the day is at hand. So then let us cast off the works of the darkness and put on the armor of light. So it kind of talks about the armor of light here. Um, and then two verses later, just really clear. It says, put on Christ Jesus the Lord. You know, put on the Lord Christ Jesus. So as we live, you know, by the day, by the minute, by uh, the second, you know, are we putting on Christ Jesus in our lives? Are we relying on him and calling on him? Uh, Ephesians 5, 8, Dave prayed this, you know, God at work and speaking to us multiple times, uh, you know, starts with, for at one time you were in darkness, but now you are in light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light, for the fruit of the light is found in all that is good and right and true. And then try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of the darkness, but instead expose them, for it is shameful even to speak of the things they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible, for anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore it says, awake, O sleeper, arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. And so just a, a great picture of leaving the darkness and walking in the light. And, and as we walk in the light, um, it impacts those around us, right? Uh, people notice the difference in our lives uh, when we're walking with Jesus, when we're walking in the light. Um, and in Luke 11, Jesus talked about that, you know, about the lamp. And are we going to hide it under a, a bushel basket? You know, no. We're, we're not going to do that. That lamp is, is meant to be shown. And so we're supposed to shine the light that Jesus has for us, right? You know, we got, as I was putting this together, you know, every time I get to this part, the, the children's song, which doesn't have to be a children's song, it can be a song for all of us, right? This little light of mine. I can sing now. My kids aren't here. The second service I won't sing because they'll be embarrassed. But, uh, you know, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, right? And it goes, you know, I'm not going to let Satan blow it out. I'm going to let it shine till Jesus come. Hide it under a bushel? No, right? We're going to let that light shine. So God, uh, Jesus, when he's in our lives, he wants to be shining through us. You know, and I don't know what that looks like always. You know, you know get the, the old headlamp light on and so it's shining. But just uh, you can see the difference when Jesus is in people's lives. And when we're boldly taking that out through our words, our actions, our thoughts, um, to wherever our feet are, um, just living for Jesus. So we want to have that relationship to Jesus that, that really just shines and brings him glory. Okay, one more thing about darkness before we close here. You know, darkness really is the absence of light, right? Wherever there's light, light wins. The light is going to shine, right? I can turn off all the lights in here. We'll still have a couple lights here. When those lights come on, it wins, right? And that's the same thing with darkness. Darkness will never win when Jesus is involved, when Jesus is there, when God's there. God, Jesus, he conquered sin, he conquered death, he conquered the darkness. Um, there is victory in Jesus because of what he's already done for you and for me. And we need to live in that victory and not let that old man, not let that darkness creep back into us um, and just live with that confidence that no, the, the light always wins. 
The light always can conquer darkness. Um, and so uh, that picture, that confidence that we can have because of the relationship we have with Jesus um, is just great and it's awesome. And hopefully it just fills us with that boldness and that uh, energy uh, to just live for him today and always and every day. And yeah, we're gonna have a hard day here and there and we're gonna have some trouble and we're gonna have some struggles um, and we've got the grace of God. Um, but we wanna be living for him. We wanna be shining for him. And so let, let's close and I'll pray uh, and we'll just think through this a little more. So Lord, we love you and we just honor you again. And as we contemplate who you are, the greatness of who you are, the purity of who you are, the light, I just pray for those of us here that, that are believers that we would just have that desire to, to draw near to you, to just uh, reignite that relationship we have with you, to walk with you, to put you on, to be living in the light and shining that light for you wherever our feet may take us. And for those here that maybe are, are not at that spot yet, that are riding the fence, thinking about, well, there's always time, um, putting it off, or maybe even flat out just rejecting who you are. Um, Lord, I just pray that, you know, it is time, you know, for the decision to be made, for you to call and them to accept you as your Lord, as their Lord, as Savior, as uh, the rightful king in their lives. And I just pray that we would all just uh, come forward, um, just willingly serving you out of love, willingly coming forth um, and just uh, being your uh, light shining in this dark world that uh, in wherever we were, you know, it says the darkness will flee. The darkness will flee. Lord, we just close by just uh, uh, excited about the final picture of your light. In Revelation, you talk about there's no need for sun. There is no night. You don't need uh, lamps because you are the light. Your glory will light up uh, heaven and earth uh, in, the, in the final days, in the beginning days too, Lord. So we just pray that we would give you the honor and the glory you deserve, you know, the, the true son um, in all ways. Amen.